0: Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit.
1: Budget Blinds!
0: Hey Jason, did you know that Budget Blinds of Lee Summit is the home
1: for signature series shades? Oh hail! Those robot shade overlords.
0: You know, if you are ready to make your home a smart home, this is the place to go. And Jason. Why don't you give us a couple of
1: reasons why this is a good idea? Well, first of all, you get like a cool app and you can like fiddle with it from your phone. But honestly, in a, in the bigger and more important things, it, you can well, program and it doesn't get better it's, than
0: being able to do stuff from your phone. Well, look,
1: it? as as a as a guy who likes tech toys, that's all I really need. But but for like real reasons that you can sell to say the wise and the people who already would make your home a smart home if you weren't in it like my wife and other people um, that you can program your shades to go up or down to give you security uh, so that they can be down at times when you want them down and you don't have to remember that. And it can give you some additional energy efficiency by helping keep your home warm or cool, depending on what you desire. So efficiency and safety, two big reasons why you would want signature series shades.
0: I'm going to throw in one more reasons. Go for it. OCR friends at budget blinds. When you go in there, tell our good buddy Courtney Stoddard, tell her happy birthday. Today, actually, today we're recording. Yesterday is her birthday. So happy birthday to Courtney Stoddard. Go on down and see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, right in the heart of Lee Summit in downtown. Tell them Jason and Nick say you. Jason, today's episode is also brought to us. By Feed Lee Summit. Feed Lee Summit is sponsored by the Sunrise Rotary Club. This is the second annual event that benefits Lee Summit Social Services, One Good Meal, Meals on Wheels, and Cold Water of Lee Summit. They've got a big, big goal this year.
1: It is, it is very, very ambitious, but I think this community can come together and get that and help them raise. And I want you to say it with me. You could even do the Doctor Evil Pinky, one hundred thousand dollars,
0: and that's a big needed one hundred thousand dollars, folks. This goes to help those four agencies help feed people in our community who need it, who need a little help. So this year it's a virtual event. It's going to be November seventh or November twelfth at seven p.m. Head to feedls.org to register and get all of the details and help all these. All these agencies keep our community as great as it is. Hello, and welcome to this Friday episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I get to do something fun today. I get to bring back my buddy and one of our first guests, Roberta McArthur from One Good Meal. Welcome back, Roberta. Thanks,
2: Nick. Glad to be here, honey.
0: It's actually, I think it's been almost four years since you were, you were on the podcast and, and my, my sometimes co-host, my Wednesday co-host, Jason Norbury, was with us. You were one of the first ones. And here's the funny thing. I don't know if you know this or not, but I had to convince him to do interviews. And he fought <laughs> me. And the interview that changed his mind when he realized it was fun was when we sat down at the church where, where One Good Meal is and talked to you. And that changed his mind.
2: Comfortable cushioned seat. will do that every time.
0: <laughs> well, I like to say that you're my secret weapon. When I want my way, I call <laughs> Roberta and she takes care of it for me.
2: I try, honey.
0: <laughs> well, look, I, I asked you back on the show for a specific reason. We have been, been talking about and looking ahead to the charity event put on by Sunrise Rotary Club. Feedly Summit it's now an annual thing this is the second annual Feedly Summit event and that's coming up on November 12th and I have been talking to each of the four beneficiaries of of that event and I wanted to give the final number the big showstopper at the end I wanted to give that to you Roberta and let's talk a little bit about one good meal. Again, you are one of four beneficiaries. That's one good meal. Meals on Wheels of Lee Summit, Cold Water of Lee Summit, and Lee Summit Social Services. Roberta, what is one good meal? What do you do?
2: I have the joy and pleasure of feeding the elderly and homebound in Lee Summit and Greenwood. Um, in fact, this year is is a big one for me because One Good Meal turns twenty five. Wow year. We've been doing it 25 years. Uh, My mother and I started it with a friend who had fallen and broken her hip and could not figure out why her kids put a TV in her kitchen. (laughs) She was 93 years old, never seen a microwave in her life and was pretty sure it was going to kill the food. She might have been right. (laughs) Time (laughs) will tell. If you, if you stop and think about 25 26 years ago there were no delivery services to speak of so if she wanted food she had to make it or she had to hire someone to bring it to her and I wish you could have known my mother she went ballistic because this senior citizen was not getting help She was mad at the hospital for releasing her. She was mad at the rehab place for not checking it out first. She was mad at her kids. She was mad at Lee Summit. She was mad at everybody. Anyway, my mom came home and used her mom voice and told me to get up (laughs) off the sofa and fix a meal for Carolyn. And her first meal was uh, tomato soup, grilled cheese, and uh, pumpkin bread. From that point, we delivered to five ladies, five days a week, that entire summer to prove to my mother and I that it was needed and that it could be done. We ran into all kinds of obstacles because people thought we were trying to take over for Meals on Wheels or we were trying to uh, change the ways police summit social service was doing things and that was not it at all. We wanted to be a compliment to both of them. Uh, Susie and I work together very, very well because I can take all the people who don't need a special diet. They don't need their food chopped up or, or minced and or no salt or no glutens or whatever. If they just need food, I'm the girl you call. And if they need it delivered, Matt calls me also <laughs> because that way we can take care of each other. The The four charities that you mentioned we all work together. We, we think of Lee summit as kind of our kid and we're doing the best thing we can to help the city get better.
0: Well, I think that's, that is one of the cool things about our community. And we've all talked about it a lot that when there is a need identified, um, this is a community that can rally. That can come together, and and while Feedly Summit is only in its second year, this is actually a a kind of a new iteration of of an old thing that that you you benefited from, where they used to do the Empty Bowls. Event. I
2: was the first re- recipient of Empty Bowls, and, and that's I think been so a while ago. I think it's been <laughs> twelve years now. <laughs> Well, so, you know, tell me a little
0: bit about what that's like, because I think, you know, you've experienced this not just through this event, right, but you've experienced this just as a sole benefactor for other things of of what that's like when you watch the community come together when you when when you say, hey, look, here's a need. And all of a sudden, there's a line for people helping you fill that need. I don't
2: know whether to. Be afraid because that means there's an awful lot of expectation for me to live up to, or just cry in gratitude. I am. um,
0: I don't. I have never known you to be afraid.
2: I'm extremely humbled by the confidence that people put in me to take care of our seniors and our homebound, and it just amazes me how many people trust me with their grandparents or their parents. I love it. Uh, I never thought this would be something I wanted, to, I wanted to be a vet. And that didn't work out so well, because I don't like to hurt dogs. <laughs> and now I'm doing this, and it's, it's the most satisfying thing in the world. I think the thing I like best about it is at least some it cares. That is probably the two words that describe my hometown better than anything else. And they always have. I grew up here. Every time I got married and divorced, I came back here. This is is where I belong. And I am so proud of the fact I get to help. Well,
0: you said earlier this is the 25th, I don't want to say anniversary, I'm going to say birthday. This is the 25th birthday of One Good Meal. And if I could sing, I'd sing for you, but that would harm any listeners that I have, um, (laughs) which, you know, includes mommy, and I don't want to harm my mommy. But – you just said you, you your original plan was to be a vet, was to do other things. When you look back now, and, and look, 25 years is not a huge amount of time to look back, but when you look back now at what has become your calling, what does that make you think about?
2: I should have gone to college. <laughs> I'd love to have gotten a, an accounting degree. I would have given anything to be trained as a counselor because I'm putting that position. Frequently, with um, caregivers who are faced with something they never planned to be faced, uh, suddenly finding out that your parents, who've been your rock for fifty, sixty years, now are depends and need you know baby food, is a terrible shock. It's very, very difficult to go to work and know that your folks are there alone and not knowing what you're going to come back to. I feel that one good meal, well, Meals on Wheels, all of this, by checking on them that once a day, the caregivers get a, get a big deep breath because they know that if I find them in distress, if they don't recognize me, if uh, they're shaking more than usual, my drivers will tell me and I'll call. And I'll say, hey, dad was weird today. He didn't know who I was. And you know he knows me. I think you need to check on him. And we've averted difficult situations a lot because that's the way we do things.
0: Well, and I I think, you know, we've talked about this before off offline, but you get to know all of these people. They, they, they become, they become part of your friend circle. These, this is not just a quick drop off. I mean, you know who these people are.
2: Nick, I have 140 parents. (laughs) They all bossed me around, and I bossed them around, and it's wonderful. But it is a little much to handle sometimes when um, you worry about them, when you can't get them to answer the door, and you have to decide whether to call the police and do a health and welfare check, or you have to call the fire department and do a health and welfare check, or you just have to break down the door. That's always my third choice, incidentally. Breaking down the door is very difficult. And expensive, very expensive. <laughs>
0: when you when you started this twenty five years, ago, did you did you think it was going to become such a thing that that you know you'd be doing this every day, five days a week for twenty five years, and no. counting?
2: No, uh huh. And um, when Mom finally turned over the reins to me, and looking back, she only ran it for about six years. The rest of it has been me. And that's kind of scary all by its lonesomeness. But the things she didn't tell me that I would run into, the stories about my seniors, some of them you just want to sit there and down and laugh because, oh my God, that could be my folks. And others you just want to hide because it happens in a Um We had a gentleman who threatened my driver with a machete. Yikes. He had PTSD. And my driver called me and said, what do I do? And I said, stand still. I'm on my way. And we won't tell you how far I went and how fast I got there, but I could have had a parade behind me. <laughs> and all those bloody years of my dad make me watch uh, Bob all black sheep and, and combat. I pulled out my best drill sergeant voice and told him to present arms. And he did. Yeah, that scared me handed me the machete and went into a parade rest. So <laughs> I sent my driver away and we waited for the VA to show up. And I actually stood there and argued with the uh, police department that I would not release him to them. They had to get the VA here. And he is in a PTSD ward at the VA now because he cannot differentiate where he is and what he's doing. But we were there for him and that just, that just makes me feel so good. What if it had been a little, what if it had been a Girl Scout selling cookies? Yeah. What if it had been the kid next door because his ball was in the backyard? It, it's just lucky. Very, very lucky. But that's well, one of my good stories.
0: More than food. This is more than just a, just, just a meal delivery. And I, I, I think that's kind of where, where, where I was thinking before. I mean, it was just that these aren't, this isn't just just dropping off, but let's talk about the right. process. Let's let's go ahead and talk about the process a, a, a little bit of of what you guys do. You have uh, you have quite the system set up, and you are <laughs> at the Lutheran Church there in in Lee Summit. Um, how do you uh, how do you put these meals together, and, and, and then what's the what's the system like?
2: When um, all of our meals come from uh, the High V Store on Rice Road. It's the highway, it, highway, High V number one. And they've been our partners for all 25 years. Couldn't have done it without them. They bring the food to me simply because we could not afford a kitchen and a dietitian. All of the people I deliver to are at risk because of their age or their health. So I have to be very careful to make sure that the food's not contaminated, that everything is clean and spiffy and Jackson County, health department and I are bugs.
1: <laughs>
2: so the food comes in. My drivers split into two teams. Part of them do, um, with their gloves on, they put the uh, rolls and, and butter in a bag so that those can go out. The others hit the serving line, and it actually takes me 15 minutes to put out 130 meals. Yeah, that's, that's- what I said. That's I pretty, pretty quick. quick, that's pretty that's quick, pretty turnaround. quick. And my drivers are all out of the um, lunchroom before eleven. It's usually about ten minutes to eleven when the last one leaves. and they start coming back about eleven thirty, quarter to twelve. They knock at the door, they talk to the person for a few minutes. If uh, no one answers, they call Roberta. If they don't recognize them, don't know what's going on, they, yeah, you guessed it, call Roberta. If they can't find the house, they, you got it, call Roberta.
0: You are very fond of saying that when you, when you get the call, when you get a call from, from somebody that, that, that you don't ever say no, that you just say yes and, and, and figure it out. So here's my question for you. How do you make that work? If you say yes every time somebody calls and said, hey, I need a meal, how can you make that happen every time?
2: Uh, well, we do a lot of bake sales. We beg, we grovel. Uh, occasionally, my husband and I take that delivery ourselves for five days, you know, because it's outside of the, the uh, driving area for a route. But we know they need help. And this is the only way I can help them out. When we do that, there is no extra charge. Frequently, there is no charge because they don't have any money to pay for it. The uh, process to get on One Good Meal is very simple. You call me. Yeah, call Roberta. And you talk for a few minutes and answer some very easy questions. And the big one is, is this going to be a financial burden to you? And if it is, I will feed you for the first month. At the end of that month, if you have any money in your checking account that you can afford to donate to One Good Meal, we will accept it. If you can't, I'll feed you for another month and we'll try again. And that's the way we do it. I do a lot of juggling, trying to make sure that everything gets paid in a timely fashion. But it's just, it's part of doing business with being a charity. It, it's never going to be easy. The, the standing joke is because Ivy charges me four and a half for a meal, I charge my people four and a half. Many people have told me that's poor business, but the way I see it is you've got a not-for-profit, you've got a non-profit, and then you have One Good Meal. We're never going to see a profit because as soon as I, I get everything situated, somebody will call that needs help and can't afford it, and we'll figure out a way to help them too.
0: Well, let's pause real quick if somebody does need a meal or has a neighbor that needs a meal. How, what's that number? How can they get a hold of One Good Meal?
2: Call me at 816-547-6394. And yes, you can go on the website and access that, but I really need to talk to you. I need to uh, find out the level of care your, your parents are getting, or if it's the recipient themselves, I need to find out how alert they are. So I, I know what, I, I need a baseline so I know what we're working off of.
0: And I, and I know that the Feedly Summit event is coming up on Thursday the twelfth, and there'll be a chance for everyone to to donate through there, uh, whether it's it's a straight donation or raffle tickets or auction items. But Roberta, I know you're always open to volunteers and other checks. So if people want to if people want to donate to one good meal,
2: how can they help you? Is it the same number? They can call me and. I am a proud possessor of a square now. I can take it right over the phone from you. Yes, that is almost (laughs) electronic stuff. You can go to our website, www.onegoodmeal.org. You can mail it to me, post office box 2222, Lee Summit, Missouri, 64063. Uh, You can call me and I'll come get it. I have never turned down money and I don't intend to start this year.
0: All right. Can they use those same things if they would like to help drive?
2: Absolutely. Deliver? In fact, this year is, this will be our third year and we're getting kind of excited. We're gearing up for Thanksgiving. There were churches in Lee Summit that provided Thanksgiving meals delivered. And that became a huge event for them. And the church felt that they should be with their families. Well, I can do it on a smaller level and I have everything in place. So I'm asking people to give me two hours of time and they were asking for all all day on Thanksgiving. So this year, once again, we will be providing Thanksgiving meals to homebound and elderly in Lee Summit. If you know of someone who needs a meal, please call me. I don't want anybody to be unhappy on Thanksgiving because we have so much to be thankful for and our seniors and our hometown are part of the things I'm thankful for.
0: Well, I want to, I want to ask this and I know it's, it's kind of a standard question now that everybody's, everybody's talking about asking, but, but Roberta 2020 is the weirdest year of all of our lives. <laughs> how, how are yeah. things different? What are, what are you seeing, you know, because of the pandemic, because of some economic things, what are you seeing this year that's different? Is it harder?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know.
0: That's, that was hard to ask that with a straight face. <laughs> In
2: 2019, my drivers were a, a broad age spectrum, but I would say 80% will never see 70 years old again. They were all older than that. Um, and they were doing this to give back. Well, a lot of those folks have health issues. And it was so difficult for me to call them and say, I feel like you should stay home because of the pandemic. It's hard for me to tell you this, but you're a liability to me right now. Let's get over the COVID. Let's get everybody's health straightened out. And then I would welcome you back with open arms and a big smile on my face and no mask. Until that time though, you need to stay home.
0: Have you seen more calls for, for us, for the food too?
2: And the calls are weird. Um, I have a lady who called, she gets one meal. And I happened to call her because, uh, well, you went out to interview her. And she said, you know, it's getting harder to divide my meal up. What are you dividing your meal up into? Well, her grandkids come over to do their virtual classes with her and they were sharing her lunch. Three kids eating one meal. That came to a screeching halt. Everybody now gets a meal. Because, no, 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 we don't do that. If you have three people in the household, I'm going to suggest you get three meals. I would rather go out and beg or have another fundraiser or find something to sell that people are willing to purchase than have those people go hungry. I really do not know how to say, no, I can't help you.
0: Well, let's do, one more. let's do this one more time. If, if people uh, need a good meal, they know someone who needs a good meal, or they want to help out by either helping driving or hand over some, some funds, Roberta, what's that number again that they can call?
2: 816-547-6394. And this particular phone is never off. If you need something, call me. If you're one of my seniors and you need something, call me. It seems to be a recurring theme, isn't it? Call Roberta. We'll figure out a way to help you.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you one more question as we wrap up things here. You alluded to being thankful and that Thanksgiving is coming up. So here's, here's my big hard question for you, Roberta. What are you thankful for this year?
2: I. It sounds a little selfish, but I'm thankful for my health because I can put a lot of energy and time and helping people that sometimes are forgotten. Lee Summit raised me through some problems in my youth where I really needed people to advise me and folks in Lee Summit were there and now I get to give back. And that I am just so thankful to be healthy and to have the good friends and good volunteers to help me that think like I do to get the job done. There are so many people we haven't reached yet because I don't know how to reach them. And I refuse to advertise. I just, it's word of mouth. Let me know who needs help. Give them a gift of a couple of weeks of meals. Let's see if they like it. Let me help. That makes me happy.
0: Well, Roberta MacArthur, thank you very much for coming back on the show. Thank you, and happy birthday to one good meal. Happy twenty-fifth birthday. That's that is a big achievement. And we like to say on the show, we like to give we like to give out the good on yous. Well, good on you, Roberta. That is, that is well, fun work.
2: Mr. Nick. Before you get too far away from me, on December eighteenth of this year, at the uh, smaller of the Abundant Life auditoriums we will be having an open house and everyone who was a volunteer or is a volunteer who has supported us or is supporting us people like you who let folks know that we're still alive and well are invited to come down come around and celebrate 25 years the cool part about it is is that's my mother's birthday and it's a tribute to her and her vision to see what this was all about. So come join me.
0: What a great way to to, to remember your mom and also celebrate uh, what you've done with One Good Meal. Thanks again, Roberta. And we will virtually see you November 12th for the Feedly Summit event. That's going to wrap us up for this episode. We'll talk to everybody next time.